This is Harry Murray in Murray's Flash Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Let's look at the month of June. Sort of review what normally happens in June, what I expect will be happening this June. First we'll cover the trout fishing, then we'll look at the smallmouth bass fishing. The great thing that I like about June is that we have a fantastic sulfur hatch at that time in the mountain streams. One evening my son and I were in the mountains high in the Blue Ridge Mountains just walking up the streams to look at them. We came to one long narrow pool and while we stood there we actually counted 11 different brook trout rising to sip in the naturals on the surface. Each one was on a different feeding station and they just fed as long as we stood there. We walked around the pool, walked on up, climbed on further up in the mountain, and every pool we came to, there were brook trout feeding on these sulfurs. It probably is the largest hatch throughout the whole Shenandoah National Park. Uh, it's, it's even heavier in some cases than the Eplis pluralis that comes on early in the year. Now the duns start hatching out about noon and continue until dark that evening. The spinners come back to mate and lay eggs about two hours before dark and do their thing. So the last two hours of daylight you've got Dunn's coming off, spinners coming back, spinners laying eggs, and the trout just have a ball feeding on these uh, naturals. My favorite flies on these are uh, the Murray's sulfur dry fly in a 16 and 18, and Ed Shank's uh, sulfur dry in a 16 and 18. Uh, the hatch will be on all month. It gets a little demanding maybe by the latter part of June because the streams are going to get a little bit lower. At that time, I would seriously consider using a 6X leader and pre present the fly with a slack line cast, either a puddle cast or a lazy S cast, but whatever you can do to make that fly drift like the real insect will improve your fishing. But just don't overlook the sulfurs this month. They're, they're, it's just too good. My house overlooks Stony Creek, and they sit on the back door while they're molting into the uh, spinner to go, go out and lay eggs. So just don't, don't miss the sulfurs. Now let's look at the bass a little bit. An unusual situation takes place at this time of the year on the smallmouth bass. The concentration of shiner minnows is on the shallow water along the gravelly banks, water that's uh, two feet to three feet deep. The shiner minnows will be in there in huge numbers. One place that I teach my smallmouth school, we park in the field about oh, a couple hundred feet from one of these gravel bars, and I have the students walk over real carefully to observe all the shiners that are out there. This gravel bar is probably about 100 feet long, extends out into the river 
20, 30 feet. When these kids see all the shiner minnows out in there, it about blows their mind. Now, there are two different ways I fish this, this thing. One, the concentration of the shiner minnows on these shallow gravel bars prompts a lot of the bass to come in and chase back in there to grab what they can in that shallow water. I call this a chase, and if I'm close enough, I shoot a silver outcast about a size four, about, oh, I try to get it out about three or four feet in front of it, and swim it right in front of where I see this bass chasing these minnows. And it's exciting fishing, and you can catch a lot of bass doing this. You have to be very careful with your approach, and just, I really stand there and wait and watch for the bass to move in there. Now, sometimes you're not going to have that chase going on. The bass will actually be feeding on the drop-off where the shallow gravel bar drops off into the water that's four or five feet deep along the edge. Now, I fish that with a heavy Murray Shiner on a floating line and just try to cover that whole drop-off. These bass are just cruising up and down those drop-off, grabbing any poor helpless shiner minnow that got too far from base. So I've covered that very carefully and very thoroughly with that heavy shiner minnow. But this is exciting fishing, and this can go on now for, oh, it'll be on for almost a month before the shiners start dispersing out into the grass beds and other places. But you've got a good month of these bass cruising back into those shallows to feed on the shiners. So take good care of this type fishing because it is a ball. If you have any questions on any of this or the areas you can go to find this, just check with me here at the Fly Shop in Edinburgh and I'll be glad to help you. If you have any questions, ring me at the phone number here and I'll help you all I can. Thank you very much for being with us.